You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. This is Your Welcome America Presents Search for the Next Doll. Otherwise known as Your Welcome America Presents Pussycat Dolls Presents Search for the Next Doll. Oof, episode five. Oh yeah, we've made it all the way to episode five. How many um, episodes I'm, are there in total? I, I keep them forgetting. There's eight episodes in total. And okay, I would say that if I had to sum up this episode in kind of a shortened version for everyone is kind of the sexy fat shaming episode. <laughs> We're off to Vegas, aren't we, in this one? <laughs> oh, bloody hell, are we? Now, I have to do a bit of a disclaimer. Whoever the beautiful soul is that uploaded all these episodes to YouTube clearly had some copyright issue from the estate of Miss Aguilera <laughs> and couldn't include any of Mariella and Chelsea singing I Turn to You in this episode. So there are a couple of things missing from this episode, but I get the feeling that you and I might be singing that song anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, every time we get out the mics to do a podcast recording, just for listeners out there, it's a microphone stand with like a circular circular foam thing in front of it. I refer to it in my head as my turn to you, Mike. So <laughs> we will be singing and we'll be doing it. Exactly. And it is duets uh, this week. So <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Let's do a recap of last week. Asia, she was trying to steer clear of trouble. She was just like, she's not going to get her foot in it. That's what was going on. Melissa S. struggled. Cicely mm. didn't fit in, and therefore she had to hang up her boa. And, oh, this is something I just noticed, because you know how every week I've been struggling with everyone's names and who everyone is? The titles for every episode don't update. So it still has like all like the, the images and names of all the girls who've gone. So every time I, I start an episode, I'm like, okay, I'm going to remember who's in it. I'm going to remember who's in it. And I'm like, Anna? Who's Anna? It'll be, do you know what I mean? Be like there, all these was, different names. There was never anyone called Anna. And there's, an Anast there's an Anastasia. Anastasia. Thank you. She's still in it. But yes, I, I know what you mean because I did, I did get to see my long and forgotten queen, Big Head Brittany from episode one, who I loved. <laughs> So yes, so we come back and it's straight after Cicely, aka what's Debbie Harry doing in the Pussycat Dolls, has left the competition. And we have a great, your favorite thing, which is Melissa R saying, we're the final six. <laughs> I know you love when people inexplicably call themselves the something, something with a number. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, you can be the, you can be, I'm going to top five. Yeah. Final four, top three, five and onwards. I'm okay with yeah. six. Isn't a thing. No, it absolutely you know I mean? isn't. And speaking of the final six, we've got left Anastasia, Chelsea, Melissa R, Melissa S, Mariella, and Asia. I'm still not going to remember anyone because we've got two Melissas. So I need what? a Melissa destroyed. Um, two Melissas and a Mariella, that's a lot to take in in one, lot, in one episode. Yeah. A lot of M's and L's and L's going on, yes. <laughs> So Melissa S does a little bit of chit-chattery about, you know, what it's like being in the bottom two. That's a phrase that does exist. 
Yes. And she's been, but she's been in the bottom two twice now, hasn't she? Yeah. So they're really leading this episode like, oh, is she going to be the next one out? You know, she's failed twice. <laughs> That's what they're kind of sowing the seeds for. Yeah. And she's not. <laughs> Before we properly get into it, there's a little something, something I noticed. And that is on the back of all the, the beds, on the, the, the bed boards, the headboards of the bed. <laughs> what is hanging there? It's the feather boas. That's where they live during the week. Oh, that feels like a mistake. I, I saw one just like strung up like some Christmas lights. They yeah. should. They need to be put on a rack in wardrobe at the Pussycat Dolls Lounge on the Sunset Strip after every episode. They can't be just flouncing. Well, no wonder we were saying that they've got like 20 in reserve, aren't we? So <laughs> Of course they do. Of course they do. And this is before the days of Febreze. So they had to just like, as soon as one got like a little bit of glitter and sweat and fake tan, it was dumped in the bin. And they were probably like, actually, do you know what? You can take this one home. They're like, I'll take it back to the loft. I hang it on my headboard. Maybe that's what's going on. When was Febreze invented? Oh, I don't know. Should I look it up? I just feel, yeah. do, do you remember the Febreze revolution when it really yeah. came into play and you're like, what is this? The febreze illusion. Actually, I think Febreze might have been earlier than this. Maybe I'm wrong. Febreze history. Oh no, it was introduced in 1996. Not in Scotland, what? it wasn't. Not in Scotland. <laughs> it was early 2000s in Scotland. Yeah, I don't feel like it. I, I feel like it came around in the 2000s. Maybe it was invented in 96, but you know, I'm, they're, big, they're lying to us. So now that I've got that really important um, piece of info <laughs> out of the way, both in terms of feather boa storage and uh, the origins of Febreze, uh, what do you want to lead with? Okay, so we start, uh, so we hear from Anastasia, and uh, this is this is tough, because this is the beginning of the theme with her that runs through the episode. And she basically says she's really feeling the pressure of the competition, and then she says, well, I really need to work on my physique, uh, because I've been eating a lot of cake. Oh, God. So she, they're all sitting around and kind of talking, and she gets up and she says, oh, I'm going to... Is this where she says, I'm going to go and eat something and then do some cardio? Well, I think just before that, she says to the others, you girls are small. And it's, it's like a real different era of a phrase, because imagine in the year 2021, wanting to be small. Yeah, because Anastasia's body is amazing. And it's so strange because she, well, she means short as well, doesn't she? Because she's much, much taller than the rest of them on top of being just like a more like muscular woman, basically. Yeah. The others are little bird-like creatures who might peck yeah. at a sandwich, but yeah, she yeah. is, she is a, a different creature and a beautiful one at that. Yeah. So she says, oh, I'm going to have something to eat and then I'm going to go and do some cardio. And then Chelsea says, walking to the kitchen is your cardio, is it? It's like, all right, Chelsea. Oh. And then that's when we have an interview with Chelsea where she kind of starts talking about, you know, Anastasia struggling with putting on a bit of weight and, you know, she's she's eating a lot. And Chelsea keeps kind of being like, oh, you know, as someone who used to, you know, had a problem with their weight before, you know, I totally understand it, blah, blah, blah. But it, it felt like it was coming from a not great place with Chelsea. Yeah. Like she was being like, not very like, the words sounded understanding, you know, the words were, but like the way she was saying it was kind of like, super judgmental also coming from a not great place would be that supercut of anastasia eating which was really unfair it was essentially just any time she'd ever eaten anything on the show yeah because she's wearing a different her. outfit wasn't it and, yeah and like everything <laughs> it's like she's eating an apple and just like constant like different things that she's eating because they're there i don't know for like six weeks and they need to eat yeah it's pretty gross but yeah. you know what something interrupts this and that's the phrase you guys we have a play me sign now 
what is this? Another new format? Be- or is this the same one as the, the floppy is- card? Yeah, this is the same one from last week. So I think we're now sticking with, guys, we have a play me sign. Like, sure. Sure. Really, really missed out on so many like Pussycat doll related <laughs> things that they could have done. But what about, oh, okay, I've got a new pitch for one. What about, oh, we need to push this button and then it goes into buttons. They push it Ooh. and it goes into buttons and then like the Pussycat dolls appear on screen. Okay, I have one. Okay. It's a big litter tray and the girls have to like root around in it until <laughs> they find the remote that's shaped like a cat poo and then they turn it on and it turns on the screen. That feels like a really great quick challenge. Like you can imagine just, um, oh my God, what the fuck's her name? Uh, Robin? Robin. You can imagine Robin just like stomping. I mean, Robin's got her own key to that loft, doesn't she? In fact, she probably owns it and is renting out to production. But she just storms in and is like, over here, girls, in the litter tray, fight first to find the the whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, so we we the, the play me sign is there and we get a message from the dolls. I just wrote wild outfits. There was a lot happening with these outfits. Mainly I want to talk about Melody's outfit. Okay. She was wearing like a short red, I described it as a, Scoop neck club dress and fedora. (laughs) (laughs) Scoop neck club dress. That's good to have in the club because you might, if you dropped something, it just gets caught in the swoop neck. You know what I mean? If you're like doing a shot and you drop it, it just goes in there like a well, like a trough of of liquor. (laughs) Yeah. So she, she, yeah, she looks, they all look insane. And as always, one of them is perched like fully on something like, and she's, I think it's Jessica. She's re- kind of reclined and she's wearing like a, a Sandra D at the end of a <laughs> Greece outfit. Perfect. Now what they say to us is confidence is very sexy. Now it's time for you to show us your sexiness. It's like, wait a minute. Is this about confidence or is it about sexiness? Which one's it about? They're both the same thing. Sexiness. Oh, haven't we had confidence? See, we should have kept a running tally of what words we've had so far. Because now I think we've we? had confidence. Should we? I think it's just all <laughs> like next week. It's going to be like strength is key to to beauty so this challenge is all about beauty it's just the same words over and over yeah so uh, i think it's jessica sandra d tells us a pussycat doll doesn't try to be sexy they just are (laughs) okay so don't don't even bother so there's no challenge here (laughs) don't make an effort just be (laughs) ckb beautiful fragrance oh my god i loved ckb and then uh, Nicole tells us, sexy is the way you carry yourself. Confidence is very sexy. Okay. Beautiful. Sure. Okay. <laughs> so they need to trot down to the dance studio. Now in that dance studio, I don't know what season it is. I don't know what the AC is like in there, but Robin, she's in a cozy turtleneck. <laughs> yeah. I said that she's actually being very subversive because this week's theme is sexy. And she's like, I'm going to wear a big jumper. Just she to looked, show you that you can be sexy in anything, and I'll tell you what she did. She looked great. It had a it had a sleeve situation though, which you actually don't see until later in the episode. It, it's because when because they were filming her just from kind of the neck up, so it looked just she was like wearing a regular turtleneck, but it did have I believe it was a bat winged turtleneck. Oh, cool! Like, a bat winged fluffy turtleneck. I believe she was wearing. Now that like she could have, like she could have literally jumped off of the the top of the Pussycat Doll Lounge and like flown like Batman, you know. Oh, that's a good concept for a pussycat doll video, actually. Oh, actually, now we're verging on ego by the Saturdays. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, and I feel like 
maybe that's like Poison by Nicole Scherzinger as well, uh, right? Yeah. What which a is, song. Which is basically ins- all inspired by this cozy turtleneck. That's what came first. So. I got that poison. <laughs> <laughs> so Robin says, We're go- you're going to go to one of the sexiest cities in the world. And here to tell you all about it is the Pussycat Dolls manager, Jeff. Wah, wah. <laughs> Yeah. Jeff Jeff is great here. He's like, I booked you a show in Vegas. Oh, Jeff, where have you booked it? At the Pussycat Dolls Lounge. Oh, Jeff, I wonder who you called up to book that. Did you just have like a quiet word with, you know, Robin the corner? Well, he called himself. Oh, he called himself. He called himself. <laughs> Got it. He sent himself an email and said, sure, sure, Jeff, come tonight. I'm sure it's definitely a regular night at the lounge and everyone there is just a patron that was wandering through the streets of Vegas. It didn't I'm at all look like... <laughs> A load of load of like extras on weird stuffy chairs sitting in like an overlit room. Oh my god! Imagine. Okay, so we'll get there in a bit. But Caesar's Hotel. Imagine if we'd been there that day at the Caesar's, like by the pool or just having a drink, and they'd come up to us like a producer would come up, and be like, "Hey guys, um, we're doing a show tonight. I don't know if you want to be." We'd be like, "What is this?" And they'd be like, "Oh, it's just a, an elimination competition involving the Pussycat Dolls." We'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> "Just fly like a rocket into the Pussycat Doll Lounge." So. Um, so Jeff announces, yes, hey girls, I got you a gig at the Pussycat Doll Lounge. <laughs> so he says, you're going to be performing Tainted Love, two giant thumbs down. Um, you're going to be doing your own hair and makeup, and you'll be doing choreo and styling on the bus on the way there. This is now, a great challenge. Yes. But real quick, my next note, I hate Tainted Love, is what I said. I really hate this song. Well, this is just all that era of what like Marilyn Manson had one. Didn't someone like Hilary Duff or someone do one as well? I feel like there's a right. pop, a poppy pop star who really did a version of it. But, but it's, like, it's, it's this and you spin me right round are two 80s songs that like make me so furious. Also when we'll get to it with their singing, but the, the way that, that one could sing Tainted Love is very like, Oh, Tainted Love. Oh, it's like, shudder. But yeah. Let's just forget about that. And let's just enjoy them in a bus. Well, actually, before we get to the bus, they're going to leave in an hour. I know. As always, those poor girls are skittering around that loft trying to get get their (laughs) stuff packed. (laughs) Okay, so we get onto the bus. I I just, okay, actually, let me just double check. How long is that drive to Vegas? I just want to do some some quick scouting. Hang on. Los Angeles to Las Vegas, four hours and 11 minutes. Okay. It's not bad. So we've got to learn a song. We're going to do some choreo. We're going to do some styling. We're going to do some hair and makeup. I think I think that's doable. Yeah. I just, it feel. I mean, it feels very risky with traffic, but I guess considering it didn't look like a real audience when they got there, everything was going to be fine, wasn't it? Yeah. So we start on the bus and it's Mazza, Mariella. And uh, she's. I said that she's pumped and she's listening to the song on her Discman. <laughs> Hope she's got ESP, electronic shock protection. Was that on that yellow Discman, the really yes. chunky one that had ESP that, on it, didn't that it? Real, that real sporty one. <laughs> I definitely, I feel like I listened to I Turn to You on a Discman, like for sure. So it's just kind of fun to think of all that coming together. But mm. I'm getting ahead of myself here. I love the idea of you like you listening to a sporty Discman doing some sort of like athletic event. But the song you're listening to is I Turn to You and you're in a stadium. The crowd are going, go, go, go. And then your Discman's just, I turn to you. Well, obviously I'm listening to, I can ride to Obviously it's that bit. That's really, it's, don't you love, have you never done exercise to balance before? No, I don't think I have. 
Oh my God. Next time you're on a hike, I strongly recommend as you're really ascending to like the peak of uh, like a hike here in LA to listen to Celine Dion. Um, my heart will go on. That. Yes. So you put on my heart will go on and then it, you, you can kind of, kind of literally ascend to the peak as suddenly as just literally just like, ah, I honestly, I strongly recommend it, especially the version that has the, the electric guitar in it. You feel really, really powerful. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the girls were on the bus. They were very excited. And then Mikey, I wrote Mikey slithers out from behind a curtain at the back of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he's been like hidden behind that curtain? He's maybe oh, been like, for sure. I think he's been like hidden in like the toilet. There's like that one tiny little toilet door. Exactly. Just, he's, just he's, been, he's been bumping around with like the camera equipment right at the back of the bus. <laughs> yeah. Now a few things to note on this bus. The, the art, the art team have been busy. I feel like, Right as soon as this show was announced and the job was given to the art department, they were like, okay, we just need to know now which episode is the bus because we just need to know what our lead up, lead up time is to the bus because we're going to put a lot into the bus. Now, at one point, they're sitting inside and it's a bus. And we should we should say it's it's like seats along the windows, long seats along the windows. It's that kind of bus. Bench seating, if you will. Bench seating. Now, behind the bench seating one of the windows it has like like fun pcd curtains but it's also got shelves on it <laughs> with a display of shoes that i've noticed <laughs> oh wow i didn't i didn't notice that is that for when they style themselves later oh, or maybe. get styled later maybe i think the art department have had their glue gun out and they really glued right. those shoes onto the shelves right I, i'm i'm upset we didn't get a shot of one of the girls trying to grab a shoe from the rack and it, it being glued that would have been fun oh <laughs> I was just going to say, talking of shoes, I don't know if you noticed, but Chelsea Bangs, she's in a, a kind of a low slouchy pirate boot that have stilettos. Oh, those, those boots really <laughs> terrorized the world for a time, didn't they? <laughs> hey, hey girls, are you under, are you under six foot? You want to look as schlumpy and dumpy as possible? <laughs> Pop on this little slouchy little pirate boot. Don't worry, it has a heel. You're going to look so tall. No. <laughs> cut yourself off at the most awful part of your of your body <laughs> just not they were not a good thing and it, and it was so unfair because yes if you were if you had like phenomenal traditionally skinny legs you could look amazing in anything but for the vast majority of the world yeah you're just yeah you don't need to be you don't need to be pooling fabric around your ankles <laughs> at any point in your life <laughs> So um, Mikey slithered out from the curtain because he's going to be doing choreo with them on the bus. And I said, I'm pretty sure Pussycat Dolls don't learn their choreo from scratch on a bus. But what do I know? I feel like, yes, you might do some like last minute tweaks here and there. But to learn yeah. a routine from scratch on a bus feels like the girls are being set up for a disaster here. Oh, I 100% agree. But do you know what? I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm actually a, a television producer. And this is just, what? you know, this is just some of the jiggery pokery that we pull at times. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, Mikey gets in his daily dig um, into Chelsea, into Chelsea Bangs and says, Chelsea, you're not doing it properly. You can't get it. It's like, all right, Mikey, we get it. Chelsea can't dance. Well, Give it up. Not in those, those low slouchy pirate boots. Of course you can't dance. Exactly. She's basically wearing like ankle weights. Yeah, she's wearing ankle weights and she is tripping up over that pooled fabric at the ankle. <laughs> um so then so the girls are kind of learning choreo they're all falling over the place everyone's laughing having a good time then we get a very odd scene another food food centric scene so the girls almost like they break for lunch and this is very odd scene where basically they're all kind of given out little little boxes of lunch and i think 
Chelsea gets offered turkey. We don't know turkey sandwich, turkey salad. We don't know what production has stored in the back of the bus along with Mikey. Um, And then, yeah, I didn't really kind of understand this scene. It was really just a chance for, I guess, them to start the storyline that Asia is a diva and kind of like fussy and annoying. But It's it's more just that Asia is very, very young and it seems like she's lived quite... um, She hasn't been eating like sushi and all kinds of foods her whole life so she's like she essentially says at one point she's like i just basically want to have burgers or pizza she just wants simple food yeah and then at this point chelsea says she's pmsing right which i loved the term pmsing (laughs) Um, she said yeah she says she's pmsing right and then there was this very odd moment where they did an interview with chelsea where she was like asia's losing her mind about the lunch she's like saying this this and this and then in reality it was asia going oh i don't really like this (laughs) just like it was the most innocuous like one sentence about it and then yeah there's an interview with asia where she says like i don't eat health food i don't eat like a bird you know i just eat like yeah like you said like burger and fries and i was like well (laughs) keep doing that at 18 years old honey because by the time you reach the ripe old age of 37 you can't be having burgers and fries every day am i right kid my name is jeff i'm the (laughs) pussycat dolls manager you're in the lounge kid eat a salad Now, speaking of uh, maybe getting older in the years, back to Robin. Here she is in the bus sitting there wearing some real buggy sunglasses. I just wrote, she looks great. Again, where did she come from? It looked like she came up the stairs of the bus. So did she spend the whole time like clinging onto the outside of the bus and then came to the doors as they reached the point they needed her? No, 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 no. She was driving the bus, but then she she pushed um, autopilot and then she right. came up. Right. Okay. So at this moment, they're careening down the highway on autopilot. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. The thing is, I feel like every episode, I, I grow to enjoy Robin more and more and actually respect her more and more. I wouldn't put it past her if at one point in the Pussycat Dolls career, she had to drive the bus. And she's like, I'll just do it. Yeah. I'm just going to drive the bus. And yeah. I was like, are you, are you all right? She's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to drive it overnight all the way across America and I'll be fine. She so- is helping the girls get styled. Yes. <laughs> yes. So she says the theme, um, the theme for the styling is gold because they're going to be in Vegas. Sure. Love it. Mm-hmm. And we get kind of some quick flashes of the outfits, which are all these kind of basically, again, just a whole essential, essentially just a range of gold spangly mini dresses. Yes. In so many different styles and, and you know, different fabrics, but every single one of them is cheap and short and gold. <laughs> <laughs> and none of them would you want to get near um, a flame, let's just say, oh, because it would God, no. it would melt onto your skin and your skin would never be the same again. In fact, you'd be stuck in that dress for life. Yeah, you'd look like the woman in Goldfinger, all painted in gold. Yeah. Didn't she die? She did. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where they, again, do Anastasia super dirty. So this whole segment is like, oh my God, like she won't fit in the outfits. And it's all these really like wild shots where of making it look like she has like a dress stuck on her head and, you know, them like trying to pull dresses down. It's like, well, the, all of the others look like they're like five, five and she looks like she's like six foot tall. So regardless of weight or body size or body shape or anything, of course that she can't be in the same outfits as the others. It's just, it's just the most basic logic and it's just the most kind of 2008 way to do it. Isn't it? It's so like gross. And yeah, God, you can imagine a really grim producer being like, look, yeah, we've got all her outfits separately, but first of all, let's get her to try on these other ones. And And then we'll bring out the other stuff. 
because she looked great in the performance and yeah. you know, I have I have I take strong umbrage with Mikey for his comment during the performance but anyway shall we get a little to, closer shall we get to Vegas oh yeah okay so we're at Caesars Caesars yeah. Hotel in Vegas have we stayed there together no 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 that but was we have been in there together have we yeah just like been inside that hotel together yeah of course oh, we have okay. inside the casino oh yes because we did gamble away all our money that one night i feel like we definitely have strutted through that lobby like the girls did mm, probably oh my god how great would a pussycat dolls like gambling machine be Ooh, that would be great again push all the buttons <laughs> i know i like i completely couldn't think of a single the only pussycat doll song i could think of in that moment was when i grow up i want to be famous <laughs> didn't really work for a well when i grow up i want to be vegas perfect (laughs) god i love that song that song it's such a it's such like a it's such a cheesy honky-tonky song isn't it okay anyway so they get to vegas they pull up at like i don't know probably like some back alley door and they're all booted out and have to trot into the, the the pcd lounge yeah, and there's there's unfortunately someone has made the decision to include to have a couple of girls wear coloured tights with a gold dress. Did you see that? Yeah, I think Mariella was wearing like a pink tight. It's like what is? Oh, is that because she's going to do the split standing up? Maybe. Ah, uh, I bet that's what it was. But she doesn't have to. They don't have to be pink though. But you know what? This is very. Think of like the, the beginning of the Saturdays. You might have like a fun block color pink tight, wouldn't you? Oh, like in the in the uh, up video, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the Pussycat Doll Lounge because I wrote the note. It looks awful. <laughs> it was, it was. I mean, I get it was lit for TV, so that's unfortunate. But it was so bright, and there was seems to be like if you go there, there was. I didn't even see the tables like they have in the main kind of normal studio. It looked like a load of like banquet hall chairs had been like really overly plush banquet hall chairs had been shoved together too close for the audience to sit in. And then these like strange kind of like, to me, it looked like just a function room at Caesars that they threw a few banquet hall chairs in and called it the Pussycat Doll Lounge. Thoughts, feelings? Well, I know that the lounge did exist. It was a real thing that was there all the time. And I remember in later years walking past it and by that point it closed down and it was all a bit dusty and sort of, I don't know, was mm-hmm. waiting for a reunion or something, but it, it did exist. I mean, I I was too distracted by the fact that Robin is on stage uh, talking to the audience and announcing the dolls like she's a narrator in a play. Well, she she did that very strange moment. Yeah, so she kind of was like, la-da-da-da-da. And then obviously, yeah, the first line was part of the performance. So she kind of goes as if she's going to walk off, stops, puts one arm like really weirdly up and then kind of hits her mark. And I was like, what is she doing? Is she going to do the dance with them? But then she did the, her weird introduction that was like, come on, girls, get to it or something. To that <laughs> yeah, did you write yeah. down what she said? No, I didn't. But okay, it must be tainted love. Come on, girls. You, you know that all love is tainted. Oh no, I've just realized I did write a note. This is what's even more wild is that she did that pose. And instead of just it being that thing, it was her telling them that the audience were going to vote for the winner of the challenge. And then she walked off. So it wasn't even like part of the performance. She was literally like, girls, and just remember tonight, the audience is going to choose the winner and then walked off. I was like, no, you should have done that in the bit where you were standing up there at the middle. Yeah. Then when you move to the side, that's when you do like 
love, girls, how's your love? Is it tainted? I don't, 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 don't. Yeah. God, if only we'd been there for, I mean, many reasons. So many moments that you and me could have just saved this show. (laughs) We could have looked after the Boas. They didn't have to be, you know, just hanging on their their beds. Anyway, so Robert interests them. I have to say, I I mean, it's hard not to, but just to comment on Robin's appearance once again, she looks gorgeous in a black dress and she's got the most glossy locks of all time. She looks amazing. I said she was uh, dressed like an evil fairy. Mm, I could see that. I could see that. Now the girls are all standing on stage. They're standing beside a dance bar, like one of Mm. those bars in like a ballet class. And then there's just a glittery curtain behind them. So it's all like, you know, the whole, the whole theme is performance, but we are performing on a stage. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that ballet bar I feel is real classic pussycat doll lounge Mm. for sure. Okay. The performance starts Anastasia's gold lame dress, it just keeps on riding up, doesn't it? But she looks mm. amazing. Yeah, and, and Mikey kind of says, Oh, Anastasia's visibly uncomfortable. I don't think I don't think she looked visibly uncomfortable. I thought her dress had ridden up, but I don't think she looked like she was tugging it down or looked like annoyed about it. I thought she no. looked I thought she looked great. Yeah. I, mean, I, well, I think I think I feel like she's the real like bombshell to use a word, don't you think? Yeah. I lo- oh, thought she was fantastic. Now, Chelsea, to me here, she's kind of like dancing around like a wet fish, but, but she does <laughs> yeah. sound great. Yeah, she's doing some real limp lettuce, limp lettuce choreo, isn't she? Mm-hmm. I've written here, because remember, I don't remember anyone's names. High kick gal doesn't sound good. Mariella. Yeah. Got it. So I wrote, come on, Mariella, leg kick. Yeah, what she what she lacks in vocals, she makes up in dancing. She's really the polar opposite of Chelsea. Oh, <laughs> we'll see that dynamic play out later. But yeah, that was pretty amazing. She did it. She did a leg kick while she was singing. So she basically did a standing split kick while she was singing, which was amazing. And then right at the end of the performance, she did the classic, whichever one of the pussycat dolls stands with their leg completely raised up. Mm-hmm. One Can't of, remember her name, Kimberly, or the other one that we never remember which is which. Um, I've written Melissa S sounds bad. I said, Asia goes for it, runs. Great movement. I put Asia sounds shaky as hell, but I loved her dancing. Oh. (laughs) Like I was her like grandmother. Loved her dancing. Really nice. Now then, and then the audience are told to vote for their favorites. Now this is the part that really gets me. Like just bits of scrap paper everywhere. And with like a biro, they're just circling names. How on earth? Do the audience remember who they're voting for? Oh, I like the one in the gold dress. Oh, shit. Oh, I think her name was Melissa something in the gold dress. I, I, I don't even remember their names. So meanwhile, the gals, they nip upstairs and they're in a suite at Caesars. This is so fun. Presidential it, suite. Oh, presidential suite. This, I love this. It, it, this is that classic thing of young people being in an utterly gorgeous suite and being so excited they're screaming they're running around and they're they're just having a blast so the president at the time was george bush (laughs) so it was (laughs) technically they could have been at any point they could have been sharing that presidential suite with george bush because he was president at the time (laughs) oh yeah so if so if so if he'd come in if he'd come into town that day they would have just been like, you know, like, oh, someone's coming through the door. It's probably Robin. She's got a key for everything. Oh, no, it's, it's George Bush. Hi. <laughs> uh, and then he could have come and auditioned for the group. 
Yes, and then he could have like voted for one of them as well, and that yeah. would have been not not uncomfortable at all. So the, the bushy cat dolls, pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, and, and and also they could play on votes, presidential, and the yeah. presidential. So much going on there. Okay. So then the girls gather around a piano. In comes, I mean, she's obviously got a room key. Uh, Robin trots in and she reveals who is the winner. Now, I would have done this in reverse order. Just to stir up a bit of shit, I would have like said who got the least votes to the most votes. Wouldn't you? Yeah, another, it's another missed opportunity for sure. Okay, so the results are in. Who wins immunity? Melissa S. This is this is some bullshit. I know. I don't think I don't think she should have won. I thought um I thought Melissa R sounded really good. Yeah, I'm just looking at my notes. Yeah, didn't even make a note on her. So she couldn't have oh. been good or bad. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Melissa R. Wow. Melissa S wins immunity, and then they all go have dinner in another room at a very low table. Now, in the <laughs> presidential suite, I just was there not a dining table? I feel like there should have been. Yeah, there should be a dining table that could could accommodate six people. Yeah. Top six. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so this is where we have yet another food scene. Another of the theme of this episode, sexiness and food. So kind of Chelsea's making snide interview remarks about Anastasia, you know, eating dessert, ordering lots of dessert. Because basically they're getting kind of presented with dinner and it looks really nice. And then, yeah, the, the kind of their butler, I guess is telling them what the dessert options are. And she's just eating it, but so are other people, but they're just focusing on Anastasia. I know. Meanwhile, Asia, she just wants chicken fingers. She just wants chicken fingers. And others are calling her diva. And then she does such a glorious thing. She eats a burger in bed. Well, before that, she, she even more gloriously... She orders chicken fig. No, she orders a burger and fries. Goes and sits in a hot tub in like a mood. So being like moody in a hot tub is pretty glamorous. And then she slinks out of a hot tub and eats a burger and fries in bed. I mean, that is the dream, right? In the presidential suite at Caesars in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I could Next just to George Bush. <laughs> uh, I mean, George Bush aside, the rest sounds great. In the year two thousand and eight, sold. Oh. Gorgeous. Okay, so we go to we cut to the next day, and we're going to have song assignments. And Robin announces they're going to be duets, so I've called them sexy duets. Yeah. <laughs> so the first one is going to be Anastasia and Melissa S, and they're going to be singing <gasps> "Unbreak My Heart." Oh, that was really bad. Oh dear. Okay, I'm g- I'm going to take a run at it. Okay. <clears throat> Unbreak my heart, say you love me again. That's much better. In terms of duet, thank you. You you really led there. (laughs) Um, Then we've got... Undo this hurt that you cause when you walk out the door. So then, (laughs) next up we've got Chelsea and Mariella. And they're singing, I turn to you. And that's all we know. Yeah, everything has been redacted by yeah. uh, by the Secret Service, Extina's <laughs> Secret Service. And finally, Asia and Melissa R are going to be singing I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. Now, when the way they announce this is, and then finally the song, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith, all the girls at the same time go, oh, I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. uh, that was a, it was a real thing in 2008, wasn't it? I guess. This song was, this song was big, big, big. It feels like this, even though... Okay, bear with me. This is a weird analogy, but 
even though Brian Adams is Canadian, I feel like I don't want to miss a thing is the US's version of Everything I Do by Brian Adams in the UK. It feels like one of those songs that probably yeah. was like so omnipresent when it came out that it's just like everyone's favorite song. What was the what was the movie it was in? It's a movie I've never seen. Oh, uh um oh Deep Impact? Is it no, no is it? It's, it's space. It's the one with Liv Tyler. Is it Deep Impact or is it Apollo thirteen? Apollo I think it's 19. Apollo 13. Apollo 19? We have to get this. It was written by Diane Warren. Armageddon. <laughs> Armageddon, a film I've never seen. Don't they all just die in the end of it? Yeah. But that's I the think thing. So. Like, I don't think I need to watch it because they all just die. I know what happens. Oh, have you ever been on the Aerosmith rock and roller coaster that used to be in Disneyland? Oh, yes, I have. Where they blast Aerosmith music and really like confuse you. Oh, it's so good. I think they've so changed fun. it into like a Marvel something, which is a shame, but that was oh, real Apollo one. 13 was a film. It wasn't Apollo 19. <laughs> what was Apollo 19? I don't think I Apollo think 19 existed. Nothing. Yeah. And Deep Impact was another film. I mean, yes. come on. Yes, of course they were. There was a lot of meteorites crashing into Earth in in that kind of period of time. Anyway. We're back in the loft in the Sunset Strip. Now, Chelsea and Asia, they're now wrestling, kind of play wrestling on a pink carpet. Yeah, they said they want to blow off some steam. And this actually, I loved this. It reminds me of at university when I lived in halls, halls of residence, translation, dorms. I lived on a really big, long corridor. And there was one night that me and everyone, a big group of people I lived with, we decided to do kind of like a, we called it the gauntlet. And we kind of based it a little bit on the TV show Gladiators. And we kind of used pillows and we made basically an obstacle course in the corridor. And we all and then some of us played like gladiators and we had pillows in our hands that we used to like hit people. And you basically had to like run down the corridor and get past the gladiators and we would be like wrestling people. It was so much fun. Did, was there anyone in the corridor who just stayed in the room and didn't want to be involved? Oh yeah. I lived in a corridor of maybe 20, 20 rooms and I'd say there were 10 of us out there. So a solid half of the people hated us on that floor because we were all like wild and, and loud and annoying. I'm, I'm completely on their side now, but at the time I felt great. Yeah, totally. Age 19, few few drinks yeah. and drinks in you. Yeah, powerful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so the girls clip-clop into the dance studio and we meet vocal coach Valerie. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing because my notes are, they clump into the dance studio to meet Valerie. <laughs> really <laughs> clip-clumping in there. It's like, <laughs> clump, 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 clump. Uh, Valerie, now she's a curious creature. Yeah, she's a she's a real blast from the past, isn't she? Yeah. Well, actually, not even a blast from the past because I don't. You feel like when you live in LA now, there's there's a lot of kind of mysterious, glossy blondes of an indeterminate age slinking around Hollywood, mm, aren't there? Might, who might just be like a a hologram or like a a puff of smoke or something. Yeah. yeah. She lives in. I bet she lives in Sherman Oaks. What do you think? Thoughts, feelings. Where um, do you think she lives? I think. I think she might live somewhere a little more mystical. Like back then she might have lived up some sort of canyon, you know, maybe Topanga. Right, right, right. One of those like that kind of arty place, like a, a little artsy kind of colony on the way to Malibu. Exactly. In Perfect. <laughs> well, Valerie from Topanga Canyon, yeah, she is going to be doing some vocal coaching with them. And she's basically, her whole thing is like, hey, I heard you're all tired and I'm going to be working on trying to kind of push through tiredness, which I thought was actually a useful skill for once. Yes. Yeah, it was good. Now, she can't even recognize the song Asia is singing. 
I've written I'm done. I'm gonna be a thing. I'll close my eyes. Do you have a dance, Randy? And then Asia, Asia really has her moment here. She's 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 cracking, and it's it genuinely is like a sad moment because she's talking about missing her daughter. It's like, oh God, this is really sad. She's like, she's cracking. She's missing her daughter, and then she just says, "And I'm PMSing." <laughs> yeah, and, and Chelsea's like, "Ugh." You know, Asia's really complaining and really going on and on. I'm like, she's 18. Like, come on. <laughs> I know. Like, give her, give her a break. And she's PMSing, so cut some slack. It did, it did feel a little bit like, like I loved how she was so annoyed with that vocal coach, but she didn't let her know it. I thought that was really funny because <laughs> that vocal coach was like, "You're doing so many runs. I don't even, I don't even recognize the song." Anyway, so we get a, we get a real brief glimpse before it gets redacted of Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea's talking about how she needs to rest her voice because it's kind of, you know it's cracking and you know mariella's like oh i'm really worried that she's losing her voice so we you know we do get a very brief glimpse of chelsea not being able to hit the <clears throat> hang on you ready mm-hmm. she tr- she goes for the you're the one who i can run to mm. thoughts feelings did i hit it i mean you haven't you haven't lost your voice that's for sure do you know? I always this, remember this at like kitty cat is still purring. <laughs> wow! So Anastasia and Melissa have a lot of work to do. Yeah, this is tough. Trying to do unbreak my heart. It's it, there's a lot of this is a lot of them talking about who's singing over who and who's going under who vocally, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And as we find out later in the performance, it starts very low. So if you don't start <laughs> off right. <laughs> so low like i'm i don't even know i could go as low as anastasia had to go at the beginning well i mean at some point she's just whispering but anyway we'll get we'll get to that we'll get to that so anastasia she also talks about channeling her anxiety so she goes on a treadmill i said stop this immediately in my notes it's like shut the cameras off leave the leave the girl alone and then (laughs) there's just a lot of them in their duets just practicing. Imagine being in that loft with six people singing three different songs with different parts, like all over the place. Oh my god, a lot of caterwauling. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, I've just written here. Chelsea thinks she sounds like a man, and I wrote in all caps: "As a man, I'm offended by that." <laughs> I actually missed that bit. I think I feel like that was redacted from my uh, my copy as well. Oh, okay. Extina really got to all of this, didn't she? <laughs> How did they she, not? She's Extina's at home and like Final Cut Pro, just just <laughs> clipping things in and out. Okay, so should we go to performance day? We should, where we're going to see our fearless leader, as as announced by Mark McGrath. Uh, here's your fearless leader, Robin Antrin, and I just wrote true. I think she's yeah. a fearless leader. <laughs> Mark McGrath had his tiny little nostrils back again. <laughs> That pinched little uh, nose. And then we've obviously got the two <laughs> other judges, Ron Fair and Lil' Kim. Still a great booking. And <laughs> uh, I, I, I like the customary, you know, Mark McGrath greeting the girls on the stage. Hiya. <laughs> Hi, girls. Like, you look great, ladies. <laughs> well, we've only got two out of three performances to to look at. So let's start with Asia and Melissa are doing I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. I wrote, my first note is, <laughs> I hate this song. My first note is, entrance through hanging beads. Gorgeous. Very buttons. 
very buttons. <laughs> or like that Doesn't Nicole like hang from a beaded curtain in buttons, doesn't <laughs> probably, she? Probably probably rolls down it. Or that that Britney commercial where she sees the fortune teller. Doesn't she go through some, some <laughs> she, hanging beads? <laughs> she does. I loved that. I loved that entrance. I thought yeah. this performance looked really good. Yeah. They both um, looked very sexy. I wrote Melissa sounds good. Asia sounds good too. And she's, Asia's doing her own thing. And then Melissa R fucks up and cries. I actually, my review of it was, I hate this song. Melissa R sounds great and looks great. Then I just wrote Shouty McShouterson for some bits. Then I write Asia's hair, bump it. <laughs> and then by the note, Asia sounds like a strangled cat. Ron Fair isn't happy. This isn't a duet. Melissa cried for her grandma. Yes. So at the end, they're like, oh, why, you know, what was going on? Are you okay? And she said, oh, she's just thinking of her grandma. And then Lil Kim earns her entire appearance fee with one, one sentence where she says that she had to perform two weeks after Biggie died. Yeah, that was powerful. That was like, whoa. <laughs> but you, you agree with me, right? It wasn't a duet. It was one person coming out and singing, another person coming out and singing. And then two, I guess it's because she wasn't singing because she was crying. But I'm just, I don't believe that there was many points that this was a duet and it wasn't just two people singing a song separately. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take that. Mariella and Chelsea singing, (laughs) I turn to you. Now we have no clue what happened because Christina was busy with her final cut pro sniffing out of the episode. From the storm, (laughs) for the the will to carry on. But it doesn't start well. We do get one bit, which is, when i'm lost and then it just cuts out i was like oh no doesn't sound great <laughs> i know i still i really really because it's mariella that came out first wasn't it oh who knows i don't know yeah. who each of them are well you know chelsea can pull off a christina aguilera song oh, in chelsea fact, banks very yes. very early in this podcast maybe it was even to uh, podcast nemesis michael i said to him i'm really excited because i know at some point chelsea sings i turn to you and it's really, really good. And uh, we got robbed of that. Fucking Christina. <laughs> anyway, all I really, all we really need to, to know about that is that Ron Fair tells them they need to stop singing in their schnoz. <laughs> <laughs> in there, and he keeps going like up to his really scratching. And he's like, the mask, the schnoz. Stop singing in your schnoz. Oh, Ron. Do you think okay. I sing in my schnoz? Singing your schnoz. No, I think you sing. I think you sing in your heart. And my dreams. Okay. <laughs> and now let's uh, let's start with the final performance of Unbreak My Heart by Anastasia um, and Melissa S. I'm going to get um, a reclining chair and I'm going to wheel it out onto the, <laughs> the stage. So Melissa Ash, uh, Melissa Ash and Anastasia singing Unbreak My Heart. It starts with Anastasia sitting sideways on a chair. Beautiful beginning. Yeah, gorgeously posed in a very kind of flash dance esque, you know, pulling the water over herself in the chair kind of pose. Yes. And she starts out in an incredibly low register. Don't leave me out in the rain. <laughs> wow. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've got the range. Listen. Uh, I so think I could, be, I could one second I could be don't leave me out in the rain and then I could go unbreak my heart mm-hmm. love me again. Love me again. wow unbreak 
no, okay. my, my neighbors are like fuck you right now so angry with me i think um, i'd only be able to perform that song after a night drinking like the next morning like when i sent you a, a voice note last weekend and i'd been out oh, yeah. the night before and you were like whoa it was like, like hello <laughs> this is bad and i was like oh my goodness me Unbreak <laughs> yeah and you did inexplicably sing the beginning of unbreak your heart to me over a voice note but hey who knew <laughs> So, I, just to, I just wanted to prove. Just wanted to prove. Okay, so what's going on in this performance? So I think that um, they gave. So basically, Melissa. I thought Melissa sounded pretty good, and I thought they actually sounded pretty good together. It wasn't. It really like they sounded fine together, but it was very odd. Like Melissa came out and she just kind of like fannied around on the stage, and <laughs> yeah, she it was she, very strange. She she first of all she had like a, a, a blonde clip of hair in her hair, which was very distracting, and then she was doing a sort of very wide-legged walk around the stage like she'd done a shit in her pants <laughs> i think i guess she knew she couldn't be eliminated so she was like whatever yeah she's Give in general shit. she's just way too young for this song yeah completely yeah because i feel like anastasia actually had the kind of the the gravitas to pull off this song maybe just unfortunately not the uh not the the pipes yeah but i did feel like that they they really like did a cop-out version of the song like there really wasn't any of the like really big moments from that song i felt like they they all did like the weird lower register version of it well think? i think i think the main cop out was when melissa s w- came to set to sing and anastasia did a, a slow walk over to a pole and i was like oh my god are we gonna get like a, a gorgeous really slow elegant pole dance and that didn't happen oh that would have been gorgeous so i've actually seen two ballad pole dances in my life strangely enough i've been to two separate like strip clubs <laughs> and seen two female kind of dancers do it one was to uh california king bed from by rihanna oh. <laughs> and it was this amazing this this pole dancer she did like this kind of topless routine to it, it was so good i li- i was literally like tipping her so hard but for all the all the right reasons yeah she's she like you know especially because it's got that real like electric guitar in it so she's like in this california and she was like whipping her hair around it was so amazing and then i saw a slightly less uh polished performance to parachute by uh cheryl cole oh <laughs> let me tell you something every straight man in both of those trip clubs did not appreciate either of those song choices i don't think they had a clue what those songs were i mean i would parachute and california king but some niche niche releases from those two artists <laughs> could have been russian roulette could have been <laughs> russian roulette that's true or three words <laughs> or kylie's chocolate um i i think for any of those performances i would have just been sitting there just slowly weeping watching those <laughs> honestly the california king bed one i i think i might have got a little tearful because it was so beautiful gorgeous (sighs) okay so that happens and then we're gonna get to the elimination we've got those boas they're gonna have to be hung up can't keep them what's happening here babes so we hear that melissa r and asia get through first so essentially are told they're the winners even though that's not the way they do that on this show and next we hear that Anastasia and Melissa S are safe. So that means Chelsea Bangs and Mariella Legkick are in the bottom. Mm. So this is a pretty clear case of a lot of them can sing, but she can't dance. The other one can't dance, but she can sing. What do we do? And, you know, yeah. Robin seems like super torn about this one because, again, she loves Chelsea's voice, but she basically keeps saying, 
I could put Mar- Mariella into the Pussycat Dolls right now. Yeah. And it's kind of like, I feel like she's almost made a, a rod for her own back with this thing because she's kind of saying like, well, look, the person who's going in is not going to do any singing, so it doesn't matter. But because she's made singing, you know, they've made singing such a part of this show, she's kind of like, shit, well, I, I guess I can't just do that because <laughs> that'll be really obvious that they're never going to sing anything. Apart from, you know, if they go rogue at, you know, the World Fashion Awards or whatever and start singing, I'll loosen up my buttons, baby. Loosen up my buttons, baby. So Ra- Robin, she announces, Mariella, go hang up your boa. And you're right. Robin's torn. She's crying here. And she says something like, it's sad because you're beautiful. Yeah, she is. It's so sad because you're so beautiful. It's like, all right, Robin. <laughs> it's like, I'm pretty sure you can find Mariella some other work in one of your little side projects you've got going on mm. in all your many Pussycat Doll ripoff projects that she tries to get off the ground. We'll get to that in, you know, season two. Pussycat well, presents Galicious. Well, she can just, she could just like, I don't know, like be the, the landlady of the, the loft. You know, in between that's seasons. True. Well, that's true. She's making money from that loft at all times. Yeah. So some, someone's going to look after the keys. Maybe like Marielle could go do that. Um, so that's it. That's it for this episode. But we find out that next week, four of them will perform with the Pussycat Dolls. That puts a lot of people on that stage. <laughs> that's a lot of way people. too many people. How many is that? Ten? Now, bearing in, bearing in mind... I can't remember the name of any of these contestants. And in Pussycat Dolls, I can, I obviously know who Nicole is. And then there's Kimberly and the other one who I can never remember which is which. Ashley. Ashley. And I now know who Carm, 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 Carmy. Carmy. Hey, Carmy. I know, I know who Carmy is because she's got the red hair. But other than that, I'm lost. Well, you've named everyone apart from Jessica and Melody. Yeah, that's two people. And I don't remember anyone in this competition. So. So how many people does that make it? How many people did you just list? Hang on. Nicole. How many people are there at the Pussycat Dolls? Five? Six? Five. Oh, it's six, remember, because it has to be an uneven number, like Tom said. So there's so there's six people in the Pussycat Dolls, and they're going to add another four. That You can't have ten people on stage. That's insane. No, that's 11. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, hey. Hey, I think sometimes a lot of people on stage at once works well. I'm just going to say thank ABBA for the music. <laughs> That's true. They just had the, it was like the anniversary of that recently. I saw that on social media. Oh. What a great performance. Look at me now. The only time I like ABBA's music is during that. Anyway. So that's it. That's it. Oh, what a wild ride. So we've got Speaking th- of this episode, I'm going to go and eat some food. So thank you for listening. You're going to get three more episodes of this, an episode every week, and you'll get your regular You're Welcome America episode every other week. And we've got a few more yes. tricks up our sleeves coming your way in September. It's fall. You know, got some fun things for fall. Fun fall. Autumn. Autumn. There it is. Do get in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and email, and we will see you soon. Bye. You are right up my street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go and buy Toyota. Sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.